Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Grit, Fitness, and Performance Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Sanchez. Um, and before we dive into today's very special guest, we'll uh, get all the boring stuff out of the way. If you guys like the podcast and you want to leave us a review or a rating, feel free to do so. And then if you want any more information on us, visit the website at gritfitnessandperformance.com or on social media at gritfitnessandperformance. And uh, now that we've got all that fun stuff out of the way, today we have a very entertaining guest. Kim Diaz. Kim, how are you doing today? I'm all right, Chris. How are you? I'm doing pretty, pretty well. Um, so Kim has been with us for, what's well, has God, close to a year now, right? Um, and much like the other guests that we've had on the podcast, Kim has made a lot of progress up to this point. And today we'll kind of dive into the last year and how things have gone and the struggles she's dealt with and how she's overcome and dealt with that and the successes and the happiness and the ups and downs. And we'll talk about all that good stuff. Um, but before we kind of get into that, Kim, our audience has to get to know you as a person on a deep personal level. So let's start with birth. Um, how did that go? I'm kidding. Um, just tell me a little bit about, um, you know, who you are, all that good stuff. All right. So I came out my mom's womb, um, <laughs> 22 years ago. Okay. Um, I'm from Burlington, New Jersey. It's a town in South Jersey, go 609. Uh, I went to Rutgers and I actually graduated this past May with my bachelor's. Ew. And before now, I used to work at Johnson & Johnson, and then I transitioned over to Merck Pharmaceuticals. But before those two, I worked at Lululemon, and it was actually my coworkers there that got me to join Grit. And that was last October, so it has been a year now. Yeah, officially Holy one <laughs> year. Happy anniversary, Kim. Um, all right, so let's, I guess, go back... I'll say 13 to 15 months. What was life like for you, I guess, from a health and fitness standpoint at that point? So you had never even heard of me, Matt, Jack Maya, or Grit. How was life in that regard um, with your uh, health, fitness? So life before Grit, I'll tell you, it was 100% not as great as it is now. Um, earlier that year before I joined, it was quarantine and lockdown. So obviously it was really hard staying active, especially at home. We don't have like the equipment that you need or that you want to work with. And especially when your bed is there calling your name 24 seven. And it was really hard for me to like stay focused on myself because I was really immersed in my schoolwork, trying to finish out my senior year strong. And I'll say it's really difficult trying to learn biochemistry from a screen. Uh, yeah, you were so you were in school during the whole yeah bullshit pandemic. Yes, yeah, yes. that's that's terrible. <laughs> Sorry for that. Um, so what um, I guess what made you want to start? Not even coming here, but I guess it's one and the same. So what made you want to start putting your health and fitness as a priority? So it wasn't actually a priority of mine, and I regret it. 
And that was because I was the type of person, I mean, I still am now, but I was the type of person to always put others' needs ahead of mine. So I kind of lost track of myself and what was important in life. And that thing was me. Mm-hmm. So um, I decided, I woke up one day and was like, Kim, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you're beautiful. You're smart. You're so kind. You're generous. You have so much potential to do things that you haven't done yet. So get up and do it and that's when I decided to make that big change in my life Um, I decided to take myself to therapy and even though it like the motivation wasn't there but even like the smallest steps that I took to become better I knew that would matter in the long run like how you and Matt always say like just taking small steps will ultimately matter in your um overall goal yeah exactly it's like compound interest so you don't notice the small day-by-day changes but when you look back over the course of 12 months you're like you're a whole new person basically which is exactly what we preach and too many people don't take that approach with not even health and fitness just kind of just positive changes in their life everyone you know is kind of uh spoiled by amazon prime they order it something and i want it gonna be overnight (laughs) exactly no nothing nothing worth having no positive changes um you know that are actually like worth bragging about will never occur on a day-to-day basis unless you win the lottery and that's like the only thing (laughs) that'll be kind of like instant at that point um so now prior to coming to grit and working out with um us uh, had you any experience with health uh, or I guess uh, working out um, at all? Like what type of stuff did you do or was it just like a fresh blank canvas? So actually in high school, um, I used to do resistance training with my best friend and her brother. Um, they always made it fun, which motivated me. They'd be cracking stupid jokes. So it was it was a fun time going to the gym with them. Um, but of course, like leading back to my desire to put others needs before mine I eventually fell off that track and now that I think of it it's really a trend that has set me back in multiple areas of my life gotcha so I I I guess kind of going off script here um what would you tell other people who have the same tendency to put others before them I guess what advice would you give them um to kind of help right the ship and realize that if you're not taking care of numero uno first and foremost you can't help as many other people as you'd like to what would you tell those fine folks so i mean don't get me wrong it's okay to want to help others but eventually you'll reach that point where you kind of forget to help yourself and you should never ever forget to help yourself too Um, don't forget that your own dreams and your own goals are also worthy of achieving and it's really okay to be selfish sometimes yeah um and i've joked around and i've told this to people before like when a when a plane is going down there's a reason they tell you to put on your own oxygen mask first because if you're dead you can't help anyone else so unless you're a baby can you explain they always say to put it on infants first okay (laughs) 
Uh, I thought you meant like if you're a baby. And I was like, that's that is something Kim would say. So please, please elaborate. Okay, yeah, you got to take care of the little ones first. But if there's a grown man next to you, you got to. Sorry, bud. Me first. Um, Yeah, so that's cool. I'm happy that you've started to do that because one of the things that I've noticed ever since you started coming here. So like the first, I'll say three months, pretty reserved, kind of quiet. You'd come in, you would do, you know, do your work, um, make small talk and whatnot. And that's pretty common for like a lot of people that come in. They don't know us. They don't know like, you know, anything about us, what kind of humor we have, who we are as people. So things are kind of reserved. And you were like that too. Um, But compared to the last three months to the first three months when you were in here, for me personally, it's like a night and day difference. Um, so for those of you who do not know Kim, Kim is one of the most entertaining clients we have here for a wide variety of reasons. So like the last three months, uh, assuming she got good sleep, like I can't turn around without seeing her like fist bumping in a squat rack. Like no one's even around her. She's just like, that's like <laughs> it's just her and 20 feet of space. And she's just fist bumping in a squat rack and just having the time of her life. Um, and it's been really cool to witness that transformation because a lot of people come in here with the goals of, I want to look better. I want to get a six pack and whatnot. And you were similar because everyone has those goals. Like everyone wants to look better and feel better about themselves. But I don't think a lot of people realize the kind of mental transformation that can happen as well um so i'd like you to kind of talk about that and kind of like what's happened and what's transpired between month one and month 12 to kind of get you to where you've been to and how i guess putting your health and your fitness has kind of impacted that all right i'm gonna be honest um when i was thinking about joining I mainly join to lose weight and to look better, but I don't even care about that anymore. Um, The biggest surprise that has came out of this was how much my mentality has changed. Month one, it was probably like the lowest point of my life. Like I was in a really, really deep depression and I felt so stuck. I didn't know what to do. And for everyone that's listening that has like the same issues that I've gone through, I really resonate with you. Um, I know you want things to change, but the motivation isn't there. And like we said earlier, the motivation isn't gonna come overnight, but one day you will realize that enough is enough and you need change. Um, So overall, I'm really happy that I don't care about how I look anymore. Um, I'm happy that what came out of strength training here was that my emotional state and the way that I think, the, uh, the way that I do things has changed for the better. Um, I'm more confident in myself and that's just not because of the way I look, but it's like when I hit a new PR on like a deadlift or on the hip thrust, it's like, wow, I never thought I'd be able to do these things. Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, so, so we're obviously we preach 
like strength training here. And that's pretty much all we do is lift weights. And maybe if we have, you know, a few extra minutes, we'll, you know, get on the assault bike or do something a little more, you know, cardio focused or metabolic. But specifically with strength training, how have you noticed that that in particular has kind of carried over to real life? Have you noticed that becoming stronger um, and kind of, you know, specifically gear, gearing your, I guess, fitness towards lifting weights. Um, what kind of, I guess, impact and changes has that brought upon in your life? So, of course, not only like the physical aspects, like how I mentioned before, although I am really happy that my baby muscles are coming in. <laughs> but um, like I said, I've become stronger mentally. Um, I'm doing things that I was really scared or I thought that I would never be able to do. Um, I recently had or took on this challenge myself and I won't disclose it because I don't want to jinx it. Um, and it's going to be a rough journey, but from my training here, I know that I have like the ability and the potential in myself to do it. Damn right. And I don't know what that is either, but good luck with it. Um, we'll just keep getting stronger here. So hopefully that has more carryover to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. But, uh, buena suerte with that. That means good luck. Um, all right. So now obviously we're talking about all the happy go lucky or happy go lucky, happy go lucky, hunky dory, feel good type of successes. But there had to have been, and everyone goes through them in this 12 month stretch that you've been with here some setbacks or you know road bumps where you've had to endure kind of deal with some failures so um what setbacks or failures have you dealt with and how did you deal with them and overcome them i think i heard a certain matt emmons say that a failure isn't a failure if you learn from it and in all honesty battling like the worst time of my life the lowest point of my depression made me feel like a failure i felt like i failed myself in all aspects of my life i even though that i was doing well in school and getting all these good opportunities i thought that i could have been doing more but i took this weakness and i made it a strength eventually by finally putting myself first yeah and it's just taking it one day at a time, right? So it's like, I love the phrase, uh, how do you eat an elephant? And then everyone always looks at you crazy and it's one bite at a time because you can't eat a whole elephant at once. So you got to cut that fucker up one bite at a time and just take it day by day. So um, obviously that's pretty cool to hear about it. Um, so uh, what's been uh, the biggest surprise between October... 2020 and now that you've witnessed experienced dealt with um and maybe it's not even strictly in the facility type of surprises maybe it's something that happened outside um that was a result of kind of putting yourself first biggest surprise i didn't have to hire any movers for when i move into my new apartment hey. <laughs> i'm just kidding but um but seriously <laughs> I did it all. <laughs> I honestly didn't know how happy training would make me. Um, 
it's not only the endorphins that come out when we're exercising or what we call happy hormones, but I am proud of myself for taking on a challenge that absolutely changed my life for the better. And there's never a day where I dread coming here. I get up in the morning. I'm like, yes, it's time to go to grit. It's time to crack some jokes and be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd be super nervous lifting by myself in front of others, but with you cracking jokes and Matt always wanting to kick my ass. (laughs) I'm always glad I can be my goofy, silly self in this place and I don't have to change who I am. Um, I can be weird, say stupid shit, dance to Big Booty Mix 17 and not feel the slightest judgment at all. So it's it's really cool to hear you say that. Um, And a lot of our clients have felt the same way. So I know... Um, Peach has been on the podcast before. Um, shout out Paige. What's how you doing? I know you're listening to this one. Um, and she felt the same way of kind of feeling like out of place, intimidated. Um, and it's cool to have a place like this because it's a little smaller, more intimate. And it's I'm not like patting ourselves on the back or whatnot. But what would you say to whatever, a 21-year-old um, woman in – Florida right now who's listening who doesn't have a specific place like this but maybe she wants to get started in like a big box gym and she still has those feelings of intimidation and she's scared and she's hesitant what would you tell her to help her get started coming from that you've been in a similar kind of state of mind well one don't worry about the meatheads looking at themselves in the mirror just worry about you um you're not there for them. You're there for you. And also, I would say try to find an environment that you're really comfortable in because that's number one when trying to strength train. You're not going to be able to pursue or achieve all the exercises that you want to do if you're uncomfortable. And, of course, if you do want to go to a private training gym, like, I remember my mom saying, why don't you just cancel your membership there and go to Planet Fitness? And I said, Mom, you don't understand. <laughs> but, yeah, all about um, the, the environment, the atmosphere is really going to help you achieve your goals. Wait, your mom wanted to cancel here? Yes. I told her no. <laughs> yeah, that's That makes me happy. I'm going to have to have a chat with your mother. <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, what goals are you working towards now? Like, obviously you came in, you wanted to look better. And if I don't say so myself in the most professional way possible, you definitely do. Um, it's been a night and day transformation as far as just letting your personality shine. I mean, I mean, you you were crawling over boxes the other day and like a slug, (laughs) which sounds like terrible to anyone who has like never seen you work out, but it was hilarious and it made the entire session much more lighthearted and fun. And uh, I'm sure anyone who's lifted with you can, you know, attest to that. But um, are there any specific goals that you're working towards now or is it more or less building off of previously had goals? So right now, I'm focusing on not focusing on my weight. (laughs) I'm focusing on reducing my body fat percentage and increasing my muscle mass. Like you always said, the weight number does not matter. 
that number finally means nothing to me. Like, I do not give a shit. Nice. <laughs> I even got, like, this stupid apparatus that came came out of a chewed-up dog toy because my numbers were trending down. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. Okay, you... you, you no one is going to know what the hell you're talking about. You have to. You so, have to. All right. So this dog here, Jack, he has this like dog toy. It's like a fish. And there's a machine in it that makes it like wiggle back and forth. And Jack chewed it all up. So it was just sitting on the table, just like that machine. And Chris goes, congratulations, you get this. <laughs> I'm staring at it. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? It won't even work, but it finally turned on. I'm like, holy shit. Thank you. <laughs> this was one of those you had to be there stories. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, by the way, you didn't even take it home. It's still sitting out there, so clearly it meant nothing to you. No, it made me happy. No. Trust me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it's still out there, so I guess it'll just be a reminder right. to your success. Um, um, what else? Uh, is there anything that you want to add. I always have a rough outline of how I want these things to go and questions I ask. And then based on the responses, you know, that's kind of how things dictate. But is there anything that you feel was important in your last 12 month journey that we haven't talked about yet? Yeah. Um, I was honestly scared to come here, like I said, but for everyone who's really hesitant about going to the gym, or finding a personal trainer, what I'll tell you is get over it, you fucking pussy. Just fucking do it because it's going to change Whoa. your life. It's going to make you so happy. I promise you. Someone's <laughs> been hanging around Matt too often. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's sound advice. I think a lot of people are, are just too much in their heads, and it's just one of those things where they keep coming up with excuses as to why they shouldn't do something. And honestly, like a lot of it is just you, you just need to do it. You know, like I remember someone said it. They said if someone offered you a, you know, a job and it had a million dollar salary, but you didn't know how to do a lot of the aspects of the job, would you turn it down? No, I'd learn how to do those tasks because I really want that money. <laughs> exactly. You would you would learn as you go. So like there's going to be a lot of issues and factors and things that you think are going to be problems and maybe they will be problems but if you're in the right environment like kim said and you're surrounding yourself with the right people uh those people are there to build you up and make sure you're going to come out on top and if you're seeing a good trainer their job is to make sure you leave better than when you came in the door so just a word of advice for me if the trainer you're working with does not do that on a regular basis it's time to kick them to the curb maybe you come on over to grit fitness and performance <laughs> if you're in the you know area um but um no i think that's an important thing to uh address um anything else any that we didn't address um so like back to learning what to do to make yourself better um if you're a client or a potential client that is dealing with depression um, and you want to pull yourself out of that hole of sadness, what's better than exercising? Because you get an immediate release of endorphins. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like an obvious solution to that. Yeah. And so I remember taking a class in college. It was called uh, Exercise Prescription for Special Populations. And basically it was a chapter by chapter uh, overview of all of these um, physical ailments, diseases, chronic this and that, mental problems and issues and it was all how do you prescribe exercise to the person with that issue and at the end of every single chapter my professor would stand up and kind of like as a uh, a running joke he would say so does exercise help and the answer was <laughs> always always yes so if you're out there right now and you're dealing with physical problems exercise will help if you're out there and you're dealing with mental issues exercise will help it really does not matter what problems you have how severe they are there are ways to tailor there are ways to modify things so that it fits you and your situation but the important thing is you just got to do it you just got to become a nike spokesperson and just do it um so yeah it's good that you brought that up because i think uh well i mean there's a lot of people that were are were in the same position that you were in um, who probably need to hear that. So that's, uh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so uh, now what we'll do, assuming you don't have any more tidbits to add, do you? Um, just one more thing. If, Let's hear it. If you really are nervous, I would just say just go for a walk once a day and see what difference that can make in your mentality. Now, is that something that you do slash have done? Yes. Um, those times where I really would not want to come. Like, you remember, I think it was like a couple months ago, um, I would be texting you super early saying that I can't come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just try to like counteract that by going on a really long walk. Just make sure I don't feel too bad about myself. But um, just going for a walk once a day, um, you might see some drastic changes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think, uh, I think we just put out something on Instagram or maybe I'm making it right now. They're, I don't, they all blend together, but, um, something's always going to be better than nothing. No, I did. Yeah. I talked about hundred dollar workouts versus $5 workouts. So, um, you know, if someone offered you a hundred bucks, of course you would take it. But if someone offered you $5, you would probably still take it because still going to be beneficial. You can go get yourself. What can you buy for $5? I was going to say Chipotle burrito. You can buy a bang, which is an energy drink, which, uh, we've got stocked in the fridge here and Kim drinks them as well. But the point is like, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred bucks or if it's five bucks or doesn't matter if it's a full lift versus just three sets of a single exercise. It's more than what you would have done if you had done nothing. And kind of like Kim said in the very beginning of this podcast, it's like that little act adds up over time. So you take three sets of 10 squats, you do that every single day for 365 days. That's some kind of astronomical number that I can't even calculate in my head right now. Um, But it adds up definitely over time and your health and your fitness are no different. Um, How did I do with that? Sum it up nicely? Yes, of course. Yeah, I have a gift. What can I say? (laughs) Um, What else you got? Anything else? Um, I think I'm good. Think you're good. Let's let's be stupid now. Let's be stupid now. (laughs) 
I, this is what I was waiting for for the not that I didn't want to hear your journey and talk about all that good stuff because I it was it was a good one and I enjoyed it, but I think now everyone gets to see the the, the Kim that I know um, on a <laughs> on a weekly basis. So I obviously I sent you some questions. Um, we'll just answer some of those and then I want to ask you random questions that you have no idea what they oh are because catch you off guard um <laughs> all right you mentioned this before we even started in recording if you had a billboard that you could put on i-95 that millions of people are going to see every single day what would it say all right i apologize for my millennial language but um it would say you're not moving every day are you dead ass <laughs> Can you can you translate that for me? You're not moving on a daily basis. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, uh, that's true. Um, did I say that right? Does that is that apply to this situation? Yeah, yeah. Look at me. I'm so hip. I'm hip with it. Yeah, um, sure, sure. yeah and that's a good one because movement is medicine. Like we said, uh, exercise is going to help. It doesn't matter your issue. Um, so that's a good one. I would support that i would donate to the cause uh for that one um is that all you got or you got another one mm, it would probably be just a giant picture of my face <laughs> like biting my lip or something that'd be nice bottom or upper lip bottom <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify um okay um I hear, all right, this one's not so much joking, but if you can go back in time and tell, uh, how old are you? I'm 22. 22. If you could tell 19-year-old Kim anything, what would you tell her? I would tell her, yo, chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> you're really doing too much right now. You don't need three jobs. <laughs> um, you need to relax and not stress yourself out so much. And start strength training because it's going to change your fucking life and it's not as scary and you're going to love it and like i said stop being a pussy just do it solid advice <laughs> that sounds like matt Edmonds' advice right there <laughs> um what's your dream job so my non-disclosed um goal earlier is actually my dream job oh okay well um, then we'll just leave it at that then i don't want yeah, you it's to... a secret okay so. um all right so now here's what i want to do so I have a list on my computer right now, 250 questions. You have no idea what they say or what they are. I would like for you, Kim, to pick a number from one to 50, and you're gonna answer that question, assuming it's not like wildly inappropriate. Because I don't know like what they the say. Like the number's inappropriate? I've never read these questions before in my life. I don't know what we're getting into right here. Okay. One um, to 50. Of course, 69. One to 50. I thought you said 250. This is the Kim I know, ladies and gentlemen. Pick a number from 1 to 50, and Kim says 69. Okay, let's try this again. I'm good at math, I promise. Kim, let's pick a number from 1 to 50. Eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, would you say you're more of an extrovert or an introvert? Oh, my God. I don't even know how to answer this because <laughs> I find myself to be an extroverted introvert. <laughs> it's funny because I think, like, I've heard of that before. 
like you basically just have like certain qualities of both so okay so in what situations would you consider yourself an introvert an introvert um i'm walking into a room full of people that i don't know gotcha i can 100 percent relate to that yes i i hate small talk with new people i'm an what introvert what do you even say 100 <laughs> percent what do you I wouldn't know what to say because I've been called socially awkward by more than one person. So I would uh, not know how to answer that. I would just go up and stare without blinking and then see what happens. When are you an extrovert? Here. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, once I get comfortable with you, like once I get to know you guys, I will 100% be saying some stupid shit. Uh, yeah, then there's no filter yeah. whatsoever. I will be doing some crazy dance moves, and you're going to be looking at me like, this girl needs a camera on her at all times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should see her try to get out of, uh, uh, what did you have, the wrist or the uh, ankle had, straps yeah, the on ankle the cable? Straps. You would have thought Kim was caught in a bear trap. <laughs> I looked over because she was sitting there for 45 seconds, like – just a helpless animal, and it was a struggle. I couldn't get that clip off. She also can't move benches very well, <laughs> which is – I wish I had a camera for that. Um, okay, Kim, pick a number from – well, you already picked a number, so let's go to that question right now. That's a, all right, that's a stupid question. What do you remember most about your first job? What was your very first job? I was a physical therapist aide. Physical therapist aide. Okay. I was 16 years old. What do I remember? It really wasn't really memorable at all. I'm going to well, be honest. But well. from a memorable, jo memorable job would be CVS Pharmacy. I was a farm tech there, and I hated every moment of it. Um, there are some really crazy people out there. Um, I remember... I helped this customer uh, with his medication, and I rung him out, and I told him the price, and he goes, $300 for medication that goes up my ass? <laughs> and I'm just standing there like, um, I Sir, don't know what to tell you. Some people <laughs> pay more than $300 to get things put up their butt. <laughs> A different scenario. Mom, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, last one. So I'm going to skip ahead. Pick a number from 213 to 255. 255. 255. Okay. Oh, there's more than 255. That's a terrible question. Pick a different. What's your opinion of modern art? Who wrote this? Oh. Stupid. Pick a different one. You know what? No, I'm, I'm just going to pick a question. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Let's go with this one. Do you have any special skills? Special skills? Mm -hmm. Um, well, as crazy as I am, I like to sit down and crochet for hours on end. Really? So if you want a blanket, a pillow, a beanie, let me know. It's getting cold out. Kim will hook you up. <laughs> okay. Um, there's actually a few more. Uh, what's the most unusual place you've ever fallen asleep? Church. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, I feel like that's pretty common. Um, 
yeah, especially uh, if it's a long, what do they call it, a sermon? Like Christmas Eve mass yeah. or like Easter mass. Yeah. Shits are long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, that's pretty much all we have for today. Um, Kim, do you have any closing thoughts about li- anything we've talked about today? Fitness, mental health, um, stupid questions at the end. Well, I really wanted you to ask me who I would fist fight. Okay, we got one more question that I sent her on the list of questions, and it was, Kim, if you could fist fight and or marry, let's go both. You got to pick one of each. If you could fist fight or marry any fictional character from literature or film, who would it be? All right. So if I could fist fight anyone, it would be the chicken from Family Guy. (laughs) Um, I can really just imagine myself like rolling down the streets of Quahog, just like going at it with him. And there would be no clear winner because you know how long that battle goes okay. for like how many seasons. All right. Well, if I ever start training Seth MacFarlane, I'll, I'll be sure to drop your name. Maybe you get into a, uh, you know, a guest spot on an episode. Who would um, you marry? Who I would marry. So one of my favorite shows is NCIS, you know, like the Navy crime show. Um, the medical examiner there. Jimmy Palmer, he's so fucking adorable and dorky. I'm obsessed with him, and that's who I'd marry. I'm looking him up. Hold on, I gotta see what this guy looks like. He looks like a. He looks like a nerd. Yes. Yeah, he looks like. Um, hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, yeah. So Brian Dietzen. Yes. Okay, I'll put in a good word for you. <laughs> All right. Um, so if there's nothing left to add, you good? Um, one more thing. Okay. Get your asses to grit fitness and performance. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure to give you the $20. I promise you to say that really soon as we're done this. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. I actually did not prompt her to say that at all, which is very cool it's a to non-paid hear. non-paid advertisement. Non-paid advertisement. Um, but I agree with her. So if you guys are looking for any sort of uh, jump start in your fitness or health, come and give us a call. You can hang out with kim and all the rest of our uh wonderful clients uh but kim if you have nothing else to add we're gonna do our closing remarks and final thought just like jerry springer all right i think i'm good thank you chris yeah thanks for being on kim maybe we'll do another one in a year when you're deadlifting 300 pounds oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah um so uh that's pretty much it if you guys enjoyed the episode share it with all your friends and family uh if you see kim in here tell her what a wonderful job she did on the podcast because she was a little bit nervous before we started she came up to me like five minutes before we actually started recording this podcast and she goes i need to go to my car for five minutes (laughs) (laughs) and i I don't know what she did out there. Gather her thoughts. I'm an vomit. Anxious person. <laughs> positive self-talk. You can do this, Kim. I believe in you. <laughs> but everything worked out great. You did fine. I thought this was a very smooth episode. So you have nothing to be nervous about anymore. Just put this in your character building notch in yes, your belt. In my pocket. In my pocket. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, if you guys enjoyed the episode, like it, share it, all that good stuff, and then um Yeah, we will see you on the next one, whenever that may be. Say bye, Kim. Bye-bye.